Bailey, have you ever just wanted to dance? Like, really dance? All the time. For weeks on end, dance in the streets till you can't stand anymore kind of dancing. Until you can't catch your breath and just collapse from exhaustion. You've lost me. I, I figured. I sure hope that you haven't wanted to do any of that. And I'm sure all the people I'm going to tell you about never wanted to either. This week, we're going to talk about the dancing plague of 1518. Throwback! Uh, I think I know where this is going. Oh, it's a disaster. I'm so intrigued. Uh, just wait, it gets worse. We are just the masters of disasters, aren't we? Calamity Janes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Body like it's 15, 18. When I think of like compulsion, dance compulsions, I think, you know, have I ever felt the need to part, like just rage for weeks? Maybe. In like peak, you know, dance floor euphoria. And I'm like, I want this feeling forever. Yeah. But like then you get sweaty and you get tired and your feet hurt and you're like I want to go home and I can truly say I did not expect this part of the the conversation to happen (laughs) I truly (laughs) did not anticipate this so I'm bearing my soul about my urge to dance Madison if you could please be a little more tender with me I would really appreciate it I'm sorry. I, uh, thanks for disclosing that and trusting us with that information. That's, you asked me uh, if I had felt the urge to dance. I was really brave. Forever. Okay. And I'm telling you, like, yeah, in my most stoked state, yes. I'm going to go ahead and take out all the other rhetorical questions I have in here. Oh, come on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Have we started uh, the podcast yet? That's Bailey, and I'm Madison. <laughs> and, and this, this is, is Calamity, Calamity James. James. This is our weekly disaster podcast. Uh, well, like most weeks, it's supposed to be weekly. Sorry about last week. Bonnie and I had colds. Have and... you redeemed your free drink? Yes, yes, definitely. Did, uh, did anyone email? Did anyone email? No. Good. Thank you all. You're pros. <laughs> you are experts and you listen to the terms and conditions. Thank you. <laughs> but very sorry about that. Thank you, Bailey, for recording a quick and hilarious snippet. Uh, so our best friends did not forget about us. But very sorry about all of that. You know, life happens sometimes. So, uh, the yeah, this is our this is our thing. This is our podcast. Welcome. I'm going to tell you a story now. And I'm apparently going to bear my soul. Uh, Bailey is. <laughs> Bailey might have had like a small mental break earlier. In the I, you asked a question about whether I could dance for forever. And like, I need you to know I really love dancing. Like all the time. I know you I do. I love dancing. I, I know you love dancing. I will dancing. dance under under any condition. I will. I love dancing. I know. And Just wait till Finn's. Why. A little bit older and he'll dance with you it's yeah so much fun oh i'm so i'm so excited for it and that's why when you asked the question could you have you ever wanted to dance for forever i had to really give it a pause because okay okay thank you okay no. i'm gonna go ahead and move on if that's okay, okay. with you <laughs> please do please do i'd love to know more about this disaster okay 
Okay, first, have you heard of the Dancing Plague of 1518? Sure have. Yep. You have? Sure have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds like a blast. Great. Okay. This might be a little more lighthearted than some of our other stories, but it is speculated that people died. So it's still very much a disaster, and we will handle it as such. Sure will. Sure will. Uh, So let's get situated to start off. This bizarre event took place from July to September 1518. Okay. In Strasbourg, in what is now modern-day France, in what was the Holy Roman Empire at the time. Okay. One day in July, a woman named, oh, okay, Frau Trophu. Your guess is as good as mine. I'm looking up what they wore in the Holy Roman Empire. Empire. Uh, Anyways, she walked into the street and just started dancing. Can relate. Like, really putting her whole body into it, kind of dancing. Honestly, as you should. And the bizarre thing was she just couldn't stop. She danced and danced and danced until she collapsed from exhaustion. How long did that take? Did did? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably several hours. Okay. And after she collapsed, she rested for a little while and then got back up and started again. And this cycle continued for days. And no more than a week later, 30 people had joined her. Three zero. Three zero. So now we've got 30 people dancing in the street. Dancing against their will. Dancing compulsively. Okay. So before this starts to sound like a medieval flash mob, it wasn't. They really couldn't stop dancing, no matter what. They gyrated compulsively until they were injured and completely exhausted. Um, I don't know if any of your research recovered this, but what were the dance moves of the era? I'm curious. Okay, your face tells me, first of all, your face shut that question down real fast. <laughs> I need you to yes and me right now. And that face was like the opposite of that. I'm sorry. Let me yes and you. It was exclusively crumping. Excellent. Excellent. This is the visual now that I've looked up the wardrobe and I have a a list of moves. Okay. We can move on. I really need to picture this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, That's actually, it's a fair question. I never saw anyone talk about what kind of dancing it was but with a little more details that i'll share with you in a couple of minutes it might have been actually some more of their some of their more traditional dances at the time although i think the people who were dancing in the streets were really like truly just like gyrating Mm -hmm. compulsively uh but just hang on and we'll speculate a little bit more in a little little while Uh, okay uh so even after they were injured and completely exhausted they kept going. Injured? Civic and religious leaders suspected demonic possession, which is kind of to be expected for mm-hmm. that that time. Yeah. Um, but and they from there, they somehow decided that the solution was more dancing. Uh, they collectively, like the community said, just dance it out. The, the people who were in charge of keeping order, order. and peace in this area were like, Let you know dance. what? I've got a fever, and the only solution is more cowbell. And they were like, "Here's here's to more dancing." Then the you gotta dance started it out. playing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they organized guild halls for the compulsive movers and enlisted musicians and professional dancers to keep those afflicted moving until this bizarre plague subsided. 
So they gave them a safe place to go dance. And they said, this is probably just something that needs to work itself out. And you just got to dance it out, whatever it is. And so they did. They were like, this function is not up to code. We need invitations. We need a band. We need a yeah. venue. Yeah. Flowers. And so they hired lighting. all those people and just had this like ongoing Shindig. rave, silent rave. Well, it's not a silent rave because they had musicians no, there. No, they, they just had, had like musicians. this ongoing rave for like weeks. Have you heard of silent raves? Yes, I have. Yes. I would totally do it. Uh, I, yeah, I've never been to one. I have heard of them though. Uh, for those listeners who might not know what we're talking about, it's where you put on headphones and everyone's listening. Everyone attending this rave is listening to the same music, but via headphones. So you were, you would, could walk into a ballroom with a bunch of people dancing to no music because they're all wearing headphones. I, I do wonder what that experience is like. I've heard it's a great time. I would totally do it. Yes, for sure. Okay. Um, so as one may imagine... Or not. Honestly, who even knows what to expect from the story at this point? Those measures only attracted more dancers. And soon, nearly 400 people were afflicted with the dancing plague. This is what's wild to me, um, based on what you've told us and what I know of this story, is that there weren't any kind of casual dancers. No one saw this and was like, sure, I can appreciate a good time. Let's dip in, dip out. You know, like... Like an average party. This was like once you were no. afflicted, because it was really like a, a disease. Like they were catching this compulsive. Like their their bodies were like not under their own control. So it was like they were catching a disease, and the symptom was compulsive dancing. You might get this. Get to this later. Is there any other like? disease that's maybe more relatable like can you can you um catch physical um like ticks in the same way i'm I'm trying to liken this to something that might be on a smaller scale that i've experienced or heard because dancing to me it's like it is very when i dance i make a choice to like go in and dance you know yes the level yeah. of dancing well, and whether I think... it's a step touch or like a full-on you know it's a it's something that i start I... and stop I think it's really just your your body starts to to move kind of against your will. I don't know if it was like this urge. Have you ever had like restless leg before? No. And I am I feel so fortunate. I know that's like a pregnancy symptom and I was Yeah, I've had it a couple when I would take Unisom, I would have what I think was restless leg and apparently mm -hmm. that's a really common um side effect from taking unisom especially in pregnancy and so i stopped because it was like torture trying to go to sleep yeah but it's like you're laying there but my, i was so, it was like my legs were were desperate to move and i like mm -hmm. couldn't get comfortable i couldn't stop squirming around because it was just this like it was like torture it like it wasn't painful but it's such a weird sensation with a part of your body telling you to do something and so I kind of likened it to that, to like, okay. we'll, we'll talk about what could have potentially caused this, because it is weird, and I it's so unlike another disease that I could really compare it to. But I mm -hmm. imagine these people might have started getting, like, a sensation like that, mm -hmm. that just overcame their ability to control their bodies. Mm -hmm. I mean, these people would dance until their feet were, like, swollen and bleeding, and they were, like, so exhausted. And I just... They're like, I can't imagine what your body must be telling you to do something like that. 
Yeah, and that's why I ask is because it's like I, it's so it is so hard to imagine that I'm trying to liken it to something like a restless leg or maybe the hiccups or like an eye. The closest thing I maybe have encountered are like the hiccups or an eyebrow mm-hmm. eye kind of, you know. But that you don't, to my knowledge, catch, you know. Yeah, well, and that's what this is. This is very confusing because I have I don't have any way to tell you how people were catching this. They didn't know. Mm-hmm. No one. We're we're going to talk about causes, but okay. I that part, the contagion of it all, I I can't even begin to speculate about that. Okay. okay. So this proved to be the climax of the bizarre affliction. This these four hundred people in this like dancing hall. I've seen conflicting reports here, but there are people that are believed to have died from exhaustion as a result of dancing for days and weeks on end. And uh, at this point, that was believed to be 15 people a day. Dying? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, because it was people of all ages, too. You had older people who, I'm sure their bodies were much more fragile, and mm-hmm. um, and it's but not in- like at this point people were that healthy too i think they'd been through a lot and so you know you're maybe already hungry and dehydrated and your body is doing this against your will and i just what a bizarre and torturous way to to pass and in yeah when i just dehydration it doesn't matter what shape how old what your physiology Mm -hmm. is like you're that active and you're not drinking water or eating yeah yeah completely uh so that's horrible so i definitely wanted to put that in there because it's it's an easy thing to to make light of and to kind of joke about but these are real people who are going through something really really terrible and mysterious and i'm sure Mm -hmm. must have been really scared not knowing what was going on Mm -hmm. um but as september rolled around Dancers began to regain their autonomy, and the plague disappeared as mysteriously as it had come. Like, they literally just up and walked away. They just stopped. Yeah. Gradually just stopped. Uh, now, Bailey, would you believe me if I told you this was not the first time this had happened? Uh, no. Wait, what's, what do I believe? I don't even know. I'm trying to process the fact that this has happened more than once. Seriously? Yeah, in fact, this was likely the last of a series of dancing plagues that had afflicted several unsuspecting villages between the 10th and 16th centuries. This is the last. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's like for sure the last ever, but it this is the most well-documented and typically considered the last of these events. You just, this is a little ominous, suggesting that it could happen today. It, it could, it could. Uh, what's more... All of the other dancing plagues had occurred along the same two rivers throughout the centuries. Um, weird. The other most prolific plague was in 1374 along the Rhine River, and several others occurred along the Moselle River. Do you think, I mean, without knowing what caused this, but if it was like an idea sort of situation, you know, people travel along rivers, right? Especially back then, rivers like or a primary means of commerce and it's so like maybe yeah you, you tell people you're like you'll never believe what i just saw what's happening in this village upstream or downstream wherever they well know. i think that is the common thread that people are using to try to figure out what happened that it just doesn't make sense for it to occur only 
along these two rivers and kind of nowhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. So there, I think everyone is thinking it has to it has to be something with these rivers. Mm-hmm. So uh, you may think there obviously has to be something in the water in this region to make these people in the villages dance against their will to the point of injury or death. Mm-hmm. That may very well be the case, but the cause still very much remains mystery to this day. But alas, there are theories. Would you like Do to tell them? Have every single one and then some. Okay. One popular theory is group food poisoning. Uh, what kind of food poisoning? Uh, the only food poisoning I've gotten has very different side effects than that. Yeah. The ergot fungi, it's E-R-G-O-T. I would have said ergo, but I just looked it up. Ergot. Ergo. I think of the Matrix. So, apologize. My deepest apologies if that's incorrect. Uh, I think ergot sounds right. I was recently listening to a podcast that talked about uh, the witch trials and that as a means of a cause for the yes. hysteria or whatever it was. That's exactly right. Okay, so you are you have hit the nail on the head. So this fungi frequently grows on grains such as rye and has toxic and psychoactive properties. If the contaminated rye was used to make bread, it would have had a major psychoactive effect on anyone who consumed it. The main psychoactive pro- product of ergot fungi is ergotamine. <laughs> er- ergonomine sounds good sounds right yeah and is structurally similar to lsd oh it's actually the substance from which lsd 25 is derived that is intriguing because can't i know very little about uh drugs psychedelics any of it can those trips last a while well that's what that's one of the reasons people have poked holes in this theory Ah. is that Likely, dancing wouldn't have been, you know, like this compulsive movement. We say dancing, but it's it's really just a compulsive movement that right. these people were being forced to go through. Mm-hmm. But they don't think that this dancing would have been such a common side effect for everyone. There would have been an array of reactions that mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. And you were exactly right. Ergot is what we think caused the Salem Witch Trials hallucinations uh you know paranoia stuff like that was totally reasonable uh like matches up with what would have happened if these people were consistently consuming all of uh this tainted rye Mm -hmm. so the theory does sound compelling though it makes sense uh however apparently those poisoned by the fungus couldn't have danced for so long like they did like i just said and there would have been an array of reactions, not just the compulsive movement. Mm-hmm. So this theory also doesn't explain why every outbreak happened along those two rivers, which mm-hmm. Wikipedia tells me have very different climates and crops. Fascinating. Yes. I don't, I'm not looking at a map, and I have no idea mentally where those two are without looking. But uh, Yeah, well, and then I don't that. know where the all the villages are located along those rivers either. Yeah. Another popular theory, uh, which I think holds a little bit more weight to it, is that this was a case of stress-induced mass hysteria. Okay, I could understand. Go on, but I have questions. As, As you can imagine, life back in 1518 was stressful. There was famine, there were smallpox, there was syphilis. 
that we didn't understand how it was spreading. Mm-hmm. Uh, in short, there was a lot to be worried about back then. It was a dangerous time to be alive. When people are under extreme stress from things like that, uh, there can be a mass psychogenic disorder. And add on the fact that this is a group of people in the Holy Roman Empire and local beliefs at the time may have exacerbated any existing stress resulting from famine, disease, etc. For example, at the time, the local belief was that those who failed to gain the favor of St. Vitus, the patron saint of epileptics and dancers, would be struck by a fit of uncontrollable movement. It... uh... So this uh, plague is sometimes referred to as the St. Vitus uh, plague. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're already going through famine. You're already going through disease. You're losing people in your village. Incredibly stressful time. Then add on top of it, you think you're being punished for something Mm -hmm. by, uh, you know, a divine power. That's going to be even more stressful. Yeah, you are going through a mental break. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think it kind of makes sense. Um, But we may never really know what happened to cause so many people to dance themselves to injury or death. Um, but no matter the cause, the, the bizarre disaster will forever be a mystery to podcast listeners and historians alike. It is really strange when you think about it. It's easy, I think, the way I've heard it told, to write it off as, oh, mysterious dancing plague. But you're like, no, no, think about what it takes for you or any individual to up and dance for five Mm -hmm. minutes, 15, an hour. Yeah. Then what it takes for that person to dance for days. Then what it takes for 400 people to dance for days. And you're like, this was a thing. This was a thing with scale and magnitude. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like in the beginning and at different stages of this like plague or Mm -hmm. this disaster that uh, the people in charge of, you know, around the village were taking people like miles away to be treated or so they could uh show respect to saint vitus so that they might be cured from this and i guess yeah did they it sounds like treatment was encouraging the dancing like to get it out of their system but did they try not to like well and i think they were just trying to of the venue i think they were trying to figure out what was going on because it's if it's bizarre to us now it must have been really weird to see back then yeah and i also read that um back then was when physicians would have been studying the humors of the body Mm. and so they several thought that you your blood their blood was too hot Mm. and their humors were out of alignment and so if they played the right music oh what was that stick some leeches on them yes yeah uh, if they played the right music, gave them the right environment, they could dance their humor sort of back into where, like, into alignment, into where they needed to be, which is like a very oversimplified way of trying to explain what some of these physicians thought. But it's also not—I'm not that familiar with medieval medicine. Well, I mean, very few people are. I would have to imagine. But uh, now that you think about it, though, if they had lo-fi music, you know, just some real steady 
or just in general, you think now you're like, wow, how can I de-stress? Sometimes it's listening to music, you know, like a, yeah. a melody, a something that like, you know, calms you down or allows you to, um, not far off is what I'm trying to say here. Like I, yeah, at first I kind of I, stopped at it, but then I was like, oh, but wait, wait, wait. It's that not is the how, worst idea. Yeah, that's how I deal with like my stress and anxiety sometimes. It's like finding the right beat, the right mo- me- music outlet. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just as bizarre as it is tragic for all these yeah. people who suffered for weeks. And I have to uh. say, I think you have officially given me like a new kind of paranoia a new a new disaster that i hadn't thought about occurring i was literally thinking about sinkholes the other day and now this will detract from my sinkhole fear because uh i love dancing as i've stated before and so what Mm -hmm. happens if i start dancing and then i just don't stop uh you will die apparently yes um but this i think it's that because i can't comprehend what that must feel like you know, how, how do you know when it's going to happen? Is it going to happen to you? How do you prevent it? You don't know. We don't know what caused it. It's all these questions. My mind is racing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about this. Yeah. For There'll sure. probably never be any answers. Unless it happens again. Gosh, I hope not. I can tell you the last time I had restless leg when I took my Unisom, I was like, wow, this is... The worst thing to ever happen to me. But that's what's bananas to me is like, really? We're going to say that that was the last time it ever happened in history? That doesn't seem, I mean, maybe it totally could be, but like, it feels a little more on the side of like, we're ready for the big one, the big earthquake, the big whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I just, I don't know. I don't even know what else to say about it. It's just such a weird, weird thing that happens, but that is the dancing plague of 1518. Well, thank you, Madison. Thank you for sharing the story uh, or the disaster, the details of the disaster that was the dancing plague. Um, of course. Happy to. Well done. Well told. Thank you. Uh, I've stunned you. And you that's have great. stunned me. You <laughs> have absolutely stunned me. Uh, dear best friends, do you share the same passion for dance? Uh, I, I don't know. Yes. I don't know how else to involve people. <laughs> if if you also know of a truly bizarre disaster, we'd love to hear it. Yes. All disasters, yeah. any and all disasters, you know where to find us. Email in the show notes down below. Uh, we, As always, we appreciate you listening to this and other episodes. Wink, wink. In case you're not caught up. In case you're new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, go listen to other episodes. Yes, please. We love having more best friends in our podcast circle. Always. So, if you enjoyed, and even if you haven't, uh, rate, review, subscribe. And we love feedback. And we love your emails. Truly. Truly, we do. We appreciate it all. And we appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope to see you, talk to you, hear you. No, we don't hear you. You hear us. We'll catch you next week. We'll catch you next week. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.